In this episode, I have a lively conversation with owners of 50%. Oops, wow. All right, welcome back from the break. I hope you had a nice end to your work time. I am here live with our expert, Stephen Krause. How are you doing today, Stephen? I'm good, Megan. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining me on this Monday morning, getting our week started with just some tips and advice about getting unstuck in our businesses, which I'm sure you know a thing or two after almost 30 years of owning businesses, or a business and a two, about getting stuck and getting unstuck, which is why you join us on our expert panel. And that's kind of what I'd like you to talk about just a little bit today is, you know, who's Steven and, and who do you like to serve and where are you going? Because I know you're, like a lot of our members, in a transition in your own business. And I thought maybe you could just give us a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So um, my my experience in business starts um, a long time ago maybe even longer ago than some of your members were born. <laughs> but uh, in 1985 or six, I started um, my first business as a senior in high school. I was um, selling uh, recording time for garage bands. So I had a four track recorder and a little bit of equipment. And um, for a high school kid at that time, that was, a pretty big investment. And I was doing what, you know, I was doing my own art, but then I wanted also to um, try to recoup some of that, which uh, the fact that I was looking at recouping the cost of my equipment probably should have said something to me at the time, but it didn't. Um, I thought I was going to be a musician. And so that's where my focus was. But I did uh, go through the whole process of advertising and getting customers and having customer issues and having payment issues and all of it. All so of it. I, I started then, um, in 1987, uh, my dad and I, and a couple of other partners started directed energy, which we'll talk about a little bit more as we go, go through this discussion, um, in literally in the basement of our house. And so the, the whole idea of starting a business in your basement or in your garage is very familiar and uh, near and dear to my heart uh, because we, we really did it. And that business, we ran and operated uh, in Fort Collins in Northern Colorado until 2000 when we sold it to uh, a company called Ixys, I-X-Y-S. Um, and, uh, uh, sort of, so one of our partners exited around that time, the rest of us stayed on for a while. Uh, we learned a lot from that experience and that's a different, <laughs> that's not an unstuck thing, but it's definitely a topic that, that, uh, is worth touching on. Uh, you know, if, if, uh, People are interested in in what to do and what not to do in an acquisition. Um, there's probably somewhere uh, in the Flow Network that I can guest appear on that. Um, <laughs> uh, but the um, uh, the the other two founders, my dad and the other founder, did finally exit in 2003 and 2002, and I took over as the general manager. 
and we still operated as a small business. So uh, our corporate parent didn't tell us what to do or how to do it. And you can make an argument one way or the other, whether or not that was a good idea. Um, and, uh, but in, so I operated the company uh, until 2018 when I actually bought it back from the parent. And so that our parent company, Ixis, got purchased by Little Fuse Corporation. They make automobile fuses and other equipment. Um, and they purchased our business or our whole company. And at that time, I was able to negotiate an exit with the uh, directed energy business. So uh, about two years after that, I said, okay, I want to move on to something else, which I, we can talk about this briefly, but I was sort of on this path of getting out of the electronics business myself um, when the opportunity to buy directed energy came up. And, it, and my wife and I had a long discussion about whether or not it was a good idea. Yep. Um, and it turned out it was, it was a good idea, um, but it was something that you know, in 2020, it was time for me to look yep. for an exit from that. Yeah. So uh, I actually completed the sale of Directed Energy uh, in March of this year. Mm -hmm. And the transition that you're referring to when we talked, you know, when you did the yep. intro is that I am developing a new business to help small business owners mm -hmm. because it's it's a hard road. Um being a small business owner is tough and, yep. and I'm sure you're aware of that as are all of your flow participants as well. And so in between all of that, I did uh, serve some time in the U.S. Navy in, in uh, the early 90s and late 80s uh, and came right back to directed energy when I got out. Uh, and as a result, uh, or you, I used the GI Bill to finish my degree mm -hmm. in business. So at Colorado State University at the College of Business. So my career, and even, even this is kind of interesting, when I was in the Navy, the specialties that I uh, went with, I was in the nuclear propulsion program, but mm -hmm. the specialties within that were making sure we had repair parts. You know, it was logistics. It was really the business of running the power plant, at least yep. for my small piece of it. Yep. So uh, then, like I said, I finished my degree when I got out. Um, and so my career has been uh, really small business start to finish. Um, you know, we were part of a larger organization, but we were never operated that way. Mm -hmm. You know, we were always an independent profit and loss center, which meant we always had to deal with our own expenses, have our own revenue. Um, and if we had a problem with our market, uh, corporate didn't come in and save us. Uh, and we were expected to stand on our own two feet. So the, the um, I guess in between there, I did start uh, a couple of businesses. I started a business with my dad uh, doing remote uh, astronomy products and that business didn't work. Uh, so, you know, that's a, that's a 
you know, you can't start a whole bunch of businesses and every single one of them succeed. So yep. there you go. There you go. That's um, on the shelf. <laughs> and, 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 and there were learning lessons there. You know, my, my, um, my, my dad, uh, moved to, uh, Oregon. We weren't able to communicate as well. Yep. Um, and just getting the products to market. My dad's an engineer and he always wanted it to be that much better, that much better. And it just, we never got the momentum and, and there wasn't enough, to be honest, we didn't have enough, um, internally in the business, we didn't have enough passion to get the product out. And that's an important thing yeah. when you're doing small business. Yep. Um, and, uh, I also started a photography business that, um, what I quickly realized, and if any of your uh, participants are artists, uh, what you're going to find is that it is much more important to be a good marketer than it is to be a good artist. Artist, yep. <laughs> and so, um, if you've walked through a hotel lobby and you're a photographer, you can look at the pictures they have on the walls, and you will almost always go, "I shoot better than that," but that artist was a better marketer than you are. Yep. And that's that's the reality of art, and it's frustrating. Because, you know, if you want to, you want to be a photographer, you want to share your art, um, uh, you can be very good and not get any traction. So, yep. so, um, uh, then in, I guess, just to kind of round out my, my pseudo resume here, um, in 20 or in 2001, I started scuba diving and in about 2000, eight or nine, I started teaching scuba. Mm -hmm. Um, not so much as a business just because, uh, scuba is expensive. And so if you can have a way to offset some of that cost, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, however, the cost of getting your instructor certification versus how much you make, there's a long ROI on that. Yeah. Um, so you have to kind of, it becomes a, uh, a labor of love really. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did start doing a podcast about scuba diving in 2013 or so, 2014, um, and a blog, which I still run or I still own, <laughs> but, but um, never really thought about what it was going to look like as a business. Mm -hmm. I, I did develop a scuba product that I have a patent for um, that I didn't take to market for reasons that we can talk about another time. Uh, but that was a choice. It wasn't a, a success or failure. It was simply a choice about how that product needed to go to market. And uh, I couldn't do it at that time the way I felt it needed to go. So um, then in 2015, I started Beyond 50%, principally as a consulting firm to help small business owners. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, that's where I was going to start putting my time in 2018 when the opportunity to purchase directed energy came across my desk. Yep. So uh, now we're kind of full circle in that last two years where I'm starting to put more time into that um, and figure out what that looks like. And, and uh, more importantly, and this sort of plays into what we talk about, about being stuck is how do you separate yourself from the marketplace? Um, you know, when you're trying to deliver services to another business owner, 
that looks an awful lot like consulting. Yep. And that market is, it might not be saturated. I think there's plenty of work out there for consultants. I think the the issue is not the amount of work, it's getting people in the door because they need help. And when I looked at the market and I looked at the available products, that's when I said, okay, what can I do and be that is going to be different than the other people who hang their shingle out and say, I'm a consultant that does this thing. And there's nothing, I, I want to be very clear. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you're a business person, one of the things you have to identify is what is your product differentiator, right? What makes me different? Not necessarily better. That's one thing that, you know, um, is Coke better than Pepsi? I, it, it, it may be, there, there may be some practitioners who are objectively better mm. than others. Okay. That's fine. All right. But are they better for you? Yeah. Right. As a, as a consumer. Yeah. And so the idea is not, how do I make my product and service necessarily better than this other group or person or firm? It's how do I, how do I create products that are unique and, and will allow um, a broad spectrum of small business owners access to the information they need to succeed? And that's the goal. And so that's why we're right in the middle right now of product development. And what is that going to look like? We have identified it. I'm not ready to go live with what that's going to look like, but, um, but I do know what it's going to look like. And we are working on the content. So, um, we're making some progress there and, um, that pretty much gets us to now, I think in terms of my experience. Well, and I think what for our members who are watching, you know, what what Steve, you you know, Steve is like, how do I explain 40 years of experience? But I think you did it very, very well in that it's always ever changing, even once you have a business or if you have a business like Directed Energy that lasts and it, you can have longevity with it. It doesn't mean you're not going to do other things. It doesn't mean there's not going to be a, ooh, a, you know, shiny. Maybe I'll try this business over here. And that's what it is about businesses. It's being willing to say is this worth my effort to, to fail or succeed? Because like you said, not everything succeeds for whatever reason. Um, but I think that's the, the hard part for some people who are just starting out is to go, gosh, Steve looks so successful. Well, <laughs> there's been lots of paths and lots of changes and lots of choices along there. To get and, you and a fair amount of failure. Oh, yeah. To be fair, you know, oh, yeah. so not only you know, having a couple businesses that failed, but also having failures within each business yeah. that you have to recover from. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not success all the time. And I think that for our members, especially because a lot of our members are solopreneurs, that it feels like, ah, everyone else is so successful and why am I not? It's just having that chutzpah to go, I can stick to it. I can keep going. Um, yeah. You have to be willing to experiment to the point of failure if you want to be an entrepreneur. That's yeah. just part of it. But I, I, I do want to speak to what you just said because I think that's important. And that is um, that we look at the world and we see all of these people succeeding 
and we measure ourselves against that yardstick. And what we don't understand, and some of which we will never understand, is is what is the real or or what is the reality for each of those people? Because they only publish what looks like success. Most people do not go out of their way to say, I started a a photography business and I wasn't good enough at marketing. And you can make the argument, I'm not a good enough photographer. I'm okay, you know? Um, but, But we don't go out of our way to share the full scope of our reality. We share, um, I mean, okay, here's a perfect example. I just finished my new background here mm-hmm. and I, I think it looks pretty sharp and I'm really proud of it. And it takes up about uh, 10 feet on this wall and the rest of this room, you have no idea what that looks like, nope. right? And that's everything uh, about the reality of producing a show. In this case, there's a yep. camera 10 feet away from me. There's lights here that you can't see. There's, and there's a big uh, ses- place where I put shelves, where there's all kinds of gear on them. And then, huh? you know, and to be honest, it's not super clean in here. Now I'm working on it, but, <laughs> but the most important thing was getting the background done so that we could do this. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and this is, this is, by default, what we want to do, because we want to present on video, this is the image that I want. I want it to look clean. I want people to look at it and go, okay, that looks nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way we approach everything. When someone says, how's business? What do you say? It's great. It's good. It's wonderful. Just got a new client. We never say, I can't even sleep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and as an entrepreneur, there are days where, or nights where we don't sleep. Yep. And there are days when we are sick to our stomach. And uh, I got a, a perfect example. I got a letter yesterday from the Department of Revenue for Colorado, and it's a bill for $49,000. Now, if you're a small business owner and that does not make you sick to your stomach, Good for you. Yeah, no right? doubt that you got you got better things. Holy cow! So, so, you know, and I got that on on Friday or something, and ah. I couldn't bring myself to call him, right? Because I'm just like this. I am not doing this on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I I know that I don't owe the money. Okay. Yep. So, uh, now, did I forget to file my sales tax? Probably. And so, yes, yeah. there's probably going to be some kind of fine, sure. but I don't owe them any money because we didn't sell anything in Colorado that was taxable. Yeah. So, and I know that. So yeah. it's a matter of saying, okay, what's the penalty on zero tax? And yeah. I don't know the answer to that. It's probably enough to still make me cranky, but. Not $49,000. But, but $49,000, <laughs> right? No. And so, and, and that kind of stuff comes up for business owners. Yep. And, 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 you know, I, I would love to say, you know, just troop on through it or whatever, but sometimes you just have to say, I'm not dealing with this on Friday afternoon and yep. feel it and say, okay. So, yep. you know, I, I think, um, I don't really remember where I was headed no. with that, but, <laughs> oh, oh, it's all about image, right? Yeah. It's, it's, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to tweet 
that I got that bill and that I was sick to my stomach over it necessarily. Um, now I'm, my case is slightly different because as a business professional, whose business is business, I want people to understand that I can relate to what they're going through. Yep. And I can, because I've been doing it a long time and I, I deal with the same things every single day that business owners out there deal with. So for me, tweeting that might make sense. I'm not going to do it, but it might make sense, yeah. you know, and sharing it, sharing it with your audience makes sense because they can go, okay, yes, I can relate to that and I'm not going to die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's, and that's important because we do feel like, um, we feel a threat response when something threatens our business. Yep. Right. Yeah, we do. And so, so I, I guess just to long story short, what we see in the marketplace, all these people who look like they're a success, we don't know the totality of their, of their lives. And you know, the, the other thing you can look at is books and stuff like that, where people will publish an edited version of whatever success they had. Mm -hmm. And we're going to measure ourselves against that. That's yeah. That, that's a, that's a really hard thing to, that's a, that's actually not a very nice thing to do to yourself. Nope. Um, what, what we, because and there's so many things about business books that I don't like, but yeah. it's, they, they measure, you know, they set a yardstick that isn't fair, but they also, those people were successful with their skills in that situation. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they would win if they were doing what you do. Yep. You know, now maybe they would, but, but they might not. And it doesn't mean that you can't win in your situation. And so I think the best thing to do with a book is say, oh, that's a good idea and write it down and really work to leave that measurement Yep. out of the of the game and it's hard to do but i that's that would hard. be my two cents but that's such a good point that people really only post this the positive good stuff and there are humans you know like you said i you know when i was doing business to business type of consulting there were times when i would post the not so great days and stuff but largely what you're looking at on social media in books in marketing is you're seeing only the bits and pieces of success which i for our members who are watching live on our replay, that's exactly what this community that we are creating in Flow is for. So if you find yourself stuck, if you find yourself with a $49,000 bill that you just can't face, come on and join us every Monday. We do have a Monday morning mastermind all about just verbalizing to other business owners the things that get us stuck, the things that sometimes keep us up at night, and we'd love to have you join us. So make sure you sign up for your next session. And Steve, thank you so much for bringing all your words of wisdom to us and get, getting a little more comfortable with us saying, hey, it's not always perfect, but you can always move forward in business even when it's not perfect. You bet. Thanks for having me, Megan. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, Steve, and we'll see all our members soon. Thanks for joining us.